The Profitable Designer Show is the best show in the industry for design businesses to learn about building offers, traffic, marketing, sales, and ultimate business mastery. Patrick O'Connell is the founder of ProfitableDesigner.com, a global movement of designers who are turning their expertise and skill set into its most profitable and long-term business model. Now, here's your host, Patrick O'Connell. Hi guys, what we're going to talk about today is snowballs. Nice cold theme for the day. Uh, just kidding. We're not talking about those snowballs. We're talking about the kind of snowballs that you see in the investing game. So today's title is Snowballs and Investing, and it's all about the idea of being an investor because whether you're aware of it or not, as a designer, you're an investor. You might not have any money in the stock market. You're still an investor. The reason is because money's not the only thing that could be invested. Uh, time, focus, energy, you've got emotional investment are just a few of the things that you either invest either well or poorly every single day. So today, what I'm going to do is take you through the similarities between the investing world and how we can apply this to our design business. So the first thing you have to understand is that we are all investors. Like I said, if you've got no money in the stock market, you're still investing because every single day you have the same amount of time as everybody else. And depending on how you use that time will impact how successful you are. It's the same in regards to the, the amount of time or the attention that you invest in your friends, your family, your thoughts, you know, your focus, where you apply your energy, all of these things are areas that you should see as investments and they all have varying returns. We've got some activities that are going to create, you know, create better results for us and we're going to have some activities that create terrible and negative results for us. And it's the accumulation of the investment of our time, focus, energy and money that dictates whether we successfully achieve what it is that we want to achieve or we fail miserably. So how do you become a successful investor then? You know, Warren Buffett is considered pretty much the globe's most successful investor. Pretty much started, you know, self-funded more than 60 years ago and has built, I think, a net worth of probably over 50 or $60 billion dollars. So how do you get to that point? And how do you become like somebody like Bill Gates, who's the founder of Microsoft, obviously? Well, these guys both got put in a room many years ago, and these guys are really good friends, actually. And they got asked to write down on a piece of paper without speaking to each other, what was the one word that they felt contributed the most to their success? And they both wrote the same word on the piece of paper. It was focus. Successful investors are focused and disciplined. They choose one game plan. They choose one strategy and they put everything into that. Their ability to focus and say yes to one thing is just as strong as their ability to say no. So how that applies to us and our design business, where the majority of our success is going to come from is how we can be hyper-focused. How can we be hyper-focused about 
who we work with, who are the best per- people that we can potentially put our offer in front of, what are the biggest problems that we can solve, you know, what's that one product or service that's going to allow us to provide the most value? How can we focus on each of those areas? The person that we speak to, the problem that we solve, and the product or service that we deliver. And it's the discipline of staying to only the, our best case scenario instead of working with a wide variety of clients that's going to most dramatically impact our ability to be successful moving forwards. On the opposite end of the spectrum, you have the struggling investor. So the people at the other end, you know, in comparison to Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, the guys that lose all of the money, the reason that they lose money is because they're scattered and they're sporadic. Obviously, the stock market goes up and down every single day. But this is the exact same stock market that people like Warren Buffett do so well in. How are they able to do so? Well, it's because they don't look at the day-to-day. They trust in the long-term game plan. So if you look at the stock market day-to-day, it dramatically goes up and down. The worm's just zigging and zagging between doing better, doing worse, doing better, doing worse. But if you take 100 steps back and you look at the worm over a five-year time frame, you notice that the line becomes extremely consistent. And really good investors understand this, that it's all about the long haul and investing in the long haul. The people who struggle in the investment space are the ones that get on the emotional highs and lows and buy and sell and buy and sell. And how this applies to our design business and the design space is that designers aren't prepared to invest in one game plan. They're not prepared to invest in one type of client, one type of problem that they solve and one type of product or service that they can put out to the market. So what happens is they get this hot idea like this cool you know, strategy or tactic that they learn on a design blog, just the same way an investor gets word of a, you know, the rumors of a hot stock. They invest in it, you know, the next day, it ever so slightly plummets or the design business owner tries the tactic for a day doesn't get a result immediately and then dumps it. Well, like the investor just sells the stock. And in continually selling and buying stocks, you're paying a lot of fees. And because you're responding to the emotional, you know, ups and downs of the everyday, you're gonna lose money. And it's the same with your design business. If you're gonna continually invest in the, the emotional ups of finding a new tactic online, reading it in a blog or on a Facebook group, try it for two days and then be like, nah, that's not it. I'm going to get rid of that. I'm going to try something else. I'm going to try this strategy. And then you try it for a couple of days. It doesn't work or it does really well. And then you have a couple of bad days and then you sell it or get rid of it again. You're never going to build anything meaningful. The real snowballs of success come from sticking to a game plan for a very long time. And the designers that can't build the kind of profitability they want aren't able to because they're scattered and they're sporadic. There's nothing consistent about what they do on a day-to-day basis. And variation is the kryptonite to design business success. All of the most successful companies in the world, your Coca-Colas, your Teslas, your Apples, they're all about consistency and sticking to a game plan. They don't change their marketing approach every three or four days. It's the same a marketing approach for 
for 10s and 20 years in a row. Coca-Cola, the same product for like 40, 50 years, right? They stick to simple game plans and they stay focused and disciplined on executing the exact same game plan every single day. So that brings us on to the next point that's very similar. Um, The key to great investing is quantifying. So this is really just the idea that the way to really powerful investing is understanding the relationship between cause and effect, the relationship between inputs and outputs. So understanding what the effective, the effect, sorry, is of investing time in a particular thing or investing time in somebody or focus or energy or money into a particular area and quantifying what you get back in return from it. The reason that successful designers are successful is because they understand where to best invest their time in order to generate good returns. Designers who struggle haven't figured out what things to be doing, what areas to be focusing on, what kind of people to be speaking to and what to be thinking about in order to generate those results because they generally don't quantify their efforts. By this, I mean very few designers can tell me what strategy works best for them to generate sales calls. Very few designers can tell me what kind of sales process they use consistently to close projects. Very few designers can tell me what their average customer value is. By not quantifying all of these quantifiable areas of your design business, you don't know the relationship between inputs and outputs. You don't know what to invest time and effort and energy and money and emotional investment into because you don't know what generates the results. So the key to investing is understanding that relationship between what you invest and what you can potentially get out of it. And the key to this is measuring. It's tracking everything. All of the best performing businesses focus on understanding their numbers. You know, understanding the relationship between what they have to do to get a specific desired result. So one of the big things that we focus on in Design Propulsion is getting all of our students, all of our design business owners to the point that they know exactly on average what it takes to get somebody on the phone, like a qualified prospect. And then how many calls with qualified prospects we need to close a project and what our average project value is. The minute that you know each of those three metrics, you're in control of your design business because you know what is required to get that next sale. All right, so the key to great investing is quantifying. And you wanna be able to quantify everything. You wanna be able to quantify your interactions with people, the time you spend on particular tasks, where you're focusing, where you're spending your energy and your emotional investment time. And you wanna ask yourself very hard questions about, am I getting a good return on my investment? You know, scrolling on my Facebook news feed, watching that YouTube video, talking to this guy who wants to go out for, you know, 30 beers on a Friday night. So I'm gonna wake up really hungover and ruin my entire weekend. And the last point I wanna bring up is around the idea of unbalanced 
distribution. This idea of unbalanced distribution is very simple. It's pretty much identical to the rule of 80-20. And you've probably heard this, it's Pareto's law, which is really just the idea that the majority of the results comes from a few instances. So this is like saying that 80% of the world's population lives in 20% of the area or 90% of the world's wealth is you know, owned by 10% of the people. Everywhere you look, there is unbalanced distribution. As an investor, what the investor's job is to do is to identify these areas where there is unbalanced distribution to the positive side. So there's companies that are generating way more wealth or opportunity for the stock price, for instance. In our design business, how this applies is that not all clients are created equal. You'll find that, you know, 70% of your revenue comes from 30% of your client types. And 90% of your clients come from 10% of the strategies that you use. And you'll get, you know, 80% of your progress of a project executed in, you know, a 20% time frame of the day. So there's this unbalanced distribution absolutely everywhere throughout our lives in so many different dimensions. And your job as the investor and looking at your design business as an owner and an investor is to identify where all of this unbalanced distribution is. So this is really asking ourselves, where does the majority of my money come from, from clients? Like what type of clients? What type of situation does my best client have where the majority of my money comes from? What particular problem do these guys have that lead them to want to hire us? What else can be potentially done to increase the amount of value that we can create for these best customers? How can we reduce the amount of time required to deliver the exact same thing? And as an investor and as somebody who is looking for unbalanced distribution, this becomes your opportunity to optimize your entire design business around trying to only work with your best type of clients on only the biggest type of problems, delivering the best type of product or service whilst reducing the amount of you or time or money or emotional investment required to deliver that great outcome. So the only way to do this, like we discussed before, is to quantify, is to know your numbers. It's to understand who your best clients are, why they're your best clients, what kind of problem these guys had that led them to want to invest more money with you, how to better solve those problems for them, how to remove yourself and invest less resources in getting them great results. When you start thinking like an investor and understanding that money's not the only thing that can be invested, it allows you to see your design business and the opportunities around you in a completely different light. So major takeaway from this guys is to be focused and disciplined, to measure your efforts, to see everything as an investor and it's going to put you in really good stead moving forwards. So that's it for today, guys. Speak to you soon.